If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here's your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. People ask, why the mission specialist? And I, you know, I, I don't fly the rockets. I just help make sure that the trip gets accomplished. You know, so um, you're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. And and now uh, this second week of the new habit of uh, doing this on Facebook Live, uh, you can connect with us at braveheartsforkids.org, braveheartsradio.org, where you can find all the past episodes. You can also find a way to donate if you like the work that we're doing. At, uh, particularly at Brave Hearts for Kids. Today we're going to be talking about celebrating every day. And, uh, you know, wh- why do we want to talk about that? Well, because we can. And uh, what that means for you is, you, you know, you can always find something to be grateful for. And, and uh, I've had this idea, when you have more fun, you get more done. Uh, my guest today is Marlo Anderson. I've, I've always loved Marlo, and I've known him for being a guy that lives by the ideal. When you have more fun, you get more done. Welcome, Marlo. Hey, Brian. How you doing? I'm doing good. Never, you, never better, I guess. You combed your hair for this. I'm excited to see you all well, cleaned I, up. I, I got the number four going up there. You know? I see yeah. that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure what you got going on for hair. I see you're, you're wearing the Celebrate Every Day uh, the hat. That's correct. You're matching me with your shirt. Celebrate Every Day shirt. Love wearing that. for. Um, I'm, I've never wore a beanie before. Really? But I, I'm having a terrible hair day. Yeah. So I figured I should cover that up before getting yeah, on the just, air with you. Yeah, I really scare those folks on Facebook exactly. Live. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not used to that bad hair that we have. Uh, you know, and, and it, it used to be, I I actually got a call from someone earlier today. I'd, uh, um, I called her. She called back. I had put her in my phone, so I knew who it was. And I answered the phone. And um, it's interesting because it, it used to be that we just picked up the phone without knowing who was calling. Right. And now it seems I don't answer the phone unless I, unless I know who's calling. If, 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 I, um, if I see the name, if I know someone, otherwise I don't, I don't respond to numbers that I, that I don't recognize. And I, I find I think, it funny that we make appointments to make phone calls. Yeah, yeah. That's what we used. To, you and I used to just call each other. Now well, it's like, can I fit you in, Brian? You know, it's the craziest thing. Well, you know, most of my career was uh, when I was with NFIB, which is how we met uh, almost 30 years ago. When, yeah, you know, in the Boy unbelievable. Scout, you know, Boy Scout project, Cub Scout project for you, I suppose. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that um, I, I would just walk indoors. Yeah. And, um, and, and, you know, just, um, and I, for a long time, I had this idea that I'm an analog guy. You know, I, I get results the old fashioned way. I pull doors, I walk in, I look people in the eye, I shake hands. We do business face to face and we get things done. Right. Like I, I remember working with Rebecca Riggs. She was my, my, uh, my coach at the time. And she said, well, couldn't you also be better at that if you were also good with technology? I thought, oh crap, you got me there. You know? <laughs> and I've always thought of you, Marlo, as as a guy that's um, that's good with technology. In fact, there's there are innovators, early adopters, late adopters, and laggers, right? Yep. Who comes Wally-gagers. before the innovators, Marlo? <laughs> it's that you're the guy. So you know why that is? I'm crazy lazy. <laughs> so anything I can do to automate my life, put it on cruise control, I'm all for that, man. Yeah. And that technology helps us with that, doesn't it? It does. I mean, I think about the projects I've been involved with over the years, and a lot of them would have never made it if there wasn't a way that you could use technology to drive the cost down of doing business. Yeah. Because there aren't enough margins in some of these things that you do to staff, you know, 40 or 50 people that technology allows you to have eight or 10 do. Yeah. And you could make the argument that the 
that may take away jobs because of automation and technology. Mm-hmm. I actually say that it creates jobs because it allows these other companies that normally wouldn't even be possible to flourish. Yeah, they wouldn't exist. And I think you're right. I think that as as some things have gone away, uh, more things have, have come about. Of course. And Absolutely. I mean, you think about 10 years ago, there were no apps on your phone. Now there's over 2 million of them. That's wow. 2 million ideas that have been created around another device mm-hmm. that employ people, are founded by people, generating income. It impacts so many people. I, you know, I remember, um, I remember reading a, a Tom Clancy novel. Uh, a, quite a long time ago, and in the novel, they describe someone, uh, you know, in the in the um, I suppose in the Intel world, carrying a device that had uh, the capability to act not as a phone, but it was a per- a computer and a camera and had video capability, and you know, it was it was just it was so magical to to think of something like that. Right. And now, fifth Here graders have them. Yeah. We have a generation now that has no idea what a landline phone was. Yeah. Dial me up. Yeah. 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 No, I I remember 20 years ago, there was a guy, he was a speaker and he said, you know, the phrase dial me up or something, you sound like a broken record. That doesn't mean anything. I think vinyl's come back though, right? It has. Yeah. All right. Thank goodness. It's all good (laughs) stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I, I, I've told the story, I, I, you know, I mentioned National Day Calendar every week on the show because we have, Thank you you know, for that. We have more national days. And you, uh, National Day Calendar has been a, a terrific sponsor of the Bravehearts for Kids organization and, and, and your, your work uh, for the organization and sponsoring National Bravehearts Day, uh, April 28th every year. Uh, really appreciate that. And I, I talk about the, the national day that we have. And I, sometimes I don't really understand what the, I, I understand the, each of the, um, the states has a national day, for example. Sure. But sometimes, um, uh, you know, how did somebody step in line and say, hey, we're going to have national cook a sweet potato day? Yeah. You know? It is funny how some of those came to be. Uh, and and that a lot of those are before our time, of course. Oh, yeah. Because uh, we've when we when I first started the project, there were only twelve hundred national days only. You know, only, now, mm-hmm. yeah. Now there are yeah. fifteen hundred, so we've brought about three hundred forward since our oh, inception. Yeah. But um, you know, Congress or um, oh, the card company Hallmark. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, some of who knows uh, somebody invented something, Day. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, those came around because of Hallmark. Yeah. So it's amazing how that process has come along. I don't imagine that Cook a Sweet Potato Day will ever have the impact of Mother's Day, but you never know, right? You know, I, I made some sweet potatoes uh, a week ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as far as cooking a sweet potato, um, I, I don't know if you ever had sweet potato pie. Oh, of course. I'd love it. Okay, so I, I I didn't have any crust, so I made a essentially it was a sweet potato custard, and I, I served it as a side dish. And uh, um, Sherry and her brother were there for dinner, and we you know they they said, um, "Wow, this could be a dessert." And I didn't I didn't give it up that it was actually the filling of sweet potato pie. That's uh, impressive, though. Yeah. Yeah. But because uh, I was thinking I might put some marshmallows on it too, but that would have been an overkill. Sure. Uh, yeah. So cook. And they might have caught on. Yeah. Well, then it would have looked more like Thanksgiving sweet. You know, there's certain things you you only eat certain time of year. Like there's there's a green bean casserole with French yeah. onions. That only at Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. You know, it's it, it's like uh, pumpkin pie. Right. But National Pumpkin Pie Day is also Christmas. I think. Right. It's around. Yeah, I think it is on December 25th. I think you're right. Crazy talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can eat pumpkin pie every day. It is one of my favorites. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm a pecan pie. Oh, yeah. Too fancier. sweet for me. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. You know what? Uh, actually, Juneberry pie. That would be my favorite. And I got some Juneberries from the, um, is it the uh, Thunderbird? Yeah. In, uh, in Valley City? Yeah. Pride Most it, people it. probably have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, you know, unless they're from North Dakota, Montana, Saskatchewan, they might right. call them a, a, a Saskatoon berry. Right. Um, but um, yeah, similar in flavor to blueberries. Yep. 
Um, but I you think know, I think better. I like June betters or Juneberries better than yeah. yeah. Well, they have they're they're maybe not as sweet as as a blueberry. Um, a little bit of tartness, and it's like the difference in in apple varieties. You know, right? You have your favorites, and you get some that are like yeah, not so much. And then uh, like Granny Smith apples, that would be the apple I'd put in a pie. You know, and I don't think blueberries. Boy, we're getting way off topic here. But I don't think blueberries have to be grown or Juneberries have to be grown in an acidic soil like you know blueberries have to be grown in washington state because the 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 volcanic ash adds a lot of acidity okay or michigan or maine or you just needed to know that didn't you i you know i i I love to know things uh you you know i'm sometimes people say man you really know more useless things than anyone i know and uh uh, I, you know, to so, which I reply, I'm your lifeline the, for cash cab. If, if the, anybody knows that. Yeah, there you go. The good thing about that is you had to forget important things to remember that useless information. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, last week, uh, Winston Price was on, uh, on the show yeah. and, um, we, we did our first, uh, episode of Facebook live. The okay. first, first episode of, um, of uh, Bravehearts Radio on Facebook Live, and one of the things we talked about was the power, the human superpower of habit. Yeah, and and he said, uh, I, I said, you know, I hear a lot of different ideas about uh, how long does it take to establish a habit? You know, forty-five days, twenty-one repetitions. You know, what is it? And he said, he said, one time. Because you can initiate a habit, you have to, to do it once in order right. to initiate a habit, right? Yes. So, uh, so I, 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 I said, um, so we are now in the habit of doing Bravehearts Radio on Facebook Live, and and we are. Yes, and you are. Before the show today, Marlo, you're not going to believe this, but I had someone ask me for advice about how to do that. To form a habit. No, how to do Facebook? Uh, do oh, their, their, Facebook their Zoom Live. broadcast on Facebook Live, and I thought you're an expert expert now because you've done it twice. <laughs> that's, that's right. Congratulations yeah, that's on right. that. And uh, and I I thought that that is the, now that is progress. Yes. So, yeah, I know how so, techy you are. That's it well, really yeah. is progress. Well, you know that that idea that when uh, when Rebecca said you can you can um, you can be better at being an analog guy if you're also good with technology and what we had to do is we had to we had to do an about face on my I don't like technology program that I had running through my head you know right. that kind of thing had to had to turn but you, you know you can't credibly do that uh Personally, I, I, I don't think someone can credibly do that, say, I'm not good with technology, and all of a sudden, I'm wonderful with technology. It's just your personal credibility doesn't allow that. So what we did is we found a program running in the head that exists that is a bigger and better program. And that program, and I think it exists for everyone, sure. it's the program that says I'm good at learning. Yeah. And so we, we decided uh, just learn the technology and uh, simple as that. Yeah, we will we will uh, um, we'll take a little bit of a break now. What? And uh, it's yeah, National we, Margarita Day, so I'm going to take advantage of that. <laughs> That's right. It's also National Margarita Day, um, and um, I'm going to you know when we come back from the break, I'm going to see uh, if if you know a good recipe for a margarita. Okay. And um, uh, we'll be back on Bravehearts Radio celebrating every day with Marlo Anderson from the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. On the other side of 60 seconds, so stick with us. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. 
Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. Why the mission specialist? Hey, it's your parade. I just help make sure you're in it. And, uh, you know, that, that reminds me, connect with me on LinkedIn, and you'll uh, maybe get that uh, parade analogy. Uh, my, my banner on LinkedIn is the uh, picture of the, um, the astronauts from Apollo 11 in a ticker tape parade in New York City. And it's a, it's a favorite story I, I love to tell um, about the, uh, the, the mission to the moon. You know, going to the moon and back and John Kennedy's great speech, which is 59 years ago this year. Oh, my. That's amazing. It is. And you know what happened 59 years before he gave that speech? The Wright brothers. That's pretty cool. So it's 108 years ago. Yeah, but at 1518. 118. You you probably had to give up. You had to give up some algebra to remember things like California Day. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, folks. We promised there'd be no algebra on this show. (laughs) Stop putting me on the spot. (laughs) I just realized I'm displaying the wrong name here as well. So my name is not Amy for everybody watching us online. You can change your name. I I just did. Oh, Marlo Anderson. Yes. And um, yeah, you can connect with uh, with us at BraveHeartsForKids.org, BraveHeartsRadio.org. You can, uh, we're, we're doing mission building behavior workshops and uh, retreats by Zoom video now. Uh, if you want a, a free consultation on that, you know, go to Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And I just booked uh, Catalina this morning. Uh, oh my the, goodness! Yep, the resort, uh, the resort, the retreat in the Sacred Valley of the Incas near Machu Picchu. What kind uh, of travel is involved to get there? Well, you have international flight to Lima, and then you fly to a town called Cusco. It's about a half million, I think. Okay, just and a uh, you know, so a smaller flight there, and then um, uh, from there, it's. Uh, but it'd be like, you know, like flying from Minneapolis to Bismarck, for example. Or, okay. You know, uh, you know that uh, uh, you don't you don't have the seven forty sevens going in there. Right. Um, but um, but then the the ground transportation is all provided once you uh, once you get to Cusco. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it it's uh, September twenty uh, sixth through October first, and December twelfth through the eighteenth. The cool thing about doing this in um, in uh, in Lima, Peru, or in, uh, the Sacred Valley of the Incas in, in Peru, is that uh, September is the beginning of spring for them, and December is the beginning of summer for okay. them. Yep. Um, you know, being in the southern hemisphere, things are flipped, and they get there. They they start to warm up, and they they start to green up. And right now, uh, the the place is you know they're full blown uh, full bloom summer. And it's absolutely beautiful. I was at uh, Daniel's uh, retreat, uh, the virtual retreat over the weekend, this past weekend, and um, and we, you know, so we we did that. And uh, today I uh, talked with him, hopped on a quick Zoom call, and uh, we got it set up so that we'll be there in September, and we'll be back in uh, December. So, well, congratulations you, on yeah, that. Yeah, thank you. That's thank fantastic. You. Yeah. So, is You're this invited. open to anybody? Anybody there. really? Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and uh, we have a theme for, um, for our spring season, which, uh, you know, I go with the uh, meteorological spring, mm-hmm. uh, which means that next Monday is the beginning of spring. 
As as you know, in North Dakota, since you're from here, we just go whenever spring shows up. Oh, it'll show up in March or April sometime. Or May. Or May. Uh, I mean, what was it? uh, What year was it? About it was about six, seven years ago, and the Bismarck had the all-time record for one day snowfall. Yeah, toward the end of April. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. crazy. Like twenty-eight inches on the twenty-eighth of April, or something like that. Yeah. It that's happens. a lot of snow at one time. And that, you know, of course, you got this year, though, it gets cold for one week. That's it. It's been 30s, 40s, 52 today. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Here in Chicagoland, it's, uh, it's uh, 68. So You got to be kidding me. No, I, I, but I'm in the dining room. So oh. um, <laughs> outside, I, out, outside, I think it's 32. Um <laughs> That was good, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was telling the joke over the weekend about, well, it's, is it a joke or is it a riddle? Um, what do you do in North Dakota in the summertime? Out, go outside. I, yeah, I, you know, I, I say if it's, on a, winter. if it's on a Sunday, we have a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate that you're telling the world these things because it helps keep the riffraff out of our state. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, North Dakota is um, um, one of the, it's it's a cold place, but the people are warm and you'll you'll never find a more beautiful uh, place than uh, the North Dakota Badlands. Well, and, and as you know, tourism is such a big deal here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew this, but we rank 50th in all of the states. It's a big honor. In tourism? Yes. Wow. Impressive, isn't it? I'm, 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 I'm kind of surprised at that. You would think somebody would actually rank lower than us? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not sure why, but, uh, you know, South Dakota, of course, has Mount Rushmore. Yeah. See, something I hear from people, you know, when I say I'm from North Dakota, people in Chicagoland, they'll say, um, the first thing I hear is, oh, that's someplace I've never been. Right. And then the and second then the very thing. Next thing. The, yeah, the very next thing is, oh, I've been to Mount Rushmore, and like, still haven't been there, you know. So, <laughs> now is there is there is there an effort? Um, the legislature isn't meeting this year, are they? Um, they are in North Dakota, yeah. Oh, they are. That's yeah. that's where they meet every other year. So. Every other year. Yeah. Now, now people are going to go. Now we're going to get the attention because we go. How did they work that out? Yeah. <laughs> and only for eighty days. That's right. They got to get it all done April. in eighty days. Yep. 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 And um, and so at some point uh, in those eighty days, there's there's usually some kind of an effort to um, uh, cha- drop drop the north from Dakota. I haven't heard anything about that this time. Not, not this time. Um, but it is a very popular topic. Yeah. I would, I would do that, actually. I think it would be cool to just be referred to us as North as, as Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know there's, there are people that think that, um, uh, that North Dakota and South Dakota should be combined because it's unfair that they get so much representation in Washington from this, the little tiny population centers. You know? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, the city of Chicago itself, the... Uh, the metropolitan area is as big as North Dakota, South Dakota, Montana. Just think of how many more new flags you could have sold then. Yeah. What if you had a Burley? Yes. A a Morton or, you know, just break them all up into counties. Yeah. Yeah. So did we have a topic today? Uh, Celebrating (laughs) everything. Everybody's like, aren't these guys going to get to actually what there's – Supposed to, you know what the problem is? You and I don't talk enough anymore. So we're using the show as a way to catch up a little catch bit. Catch up here. and just, just goof around here. Right. You know, um, you know what, Marlo? It's my show. Uh, <laughs> Do what you want, Brian. Margarita day. Okay. It is What's margarita day. Margarita. Now there's something special that has to go into a real margarita. Do you remember what that is? Is it curacao? It's tequila. Yeah. But it is a specific kind of tequila. Oh, yeah, now agave. Is it agave? I, I don't know. I, um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, agave. So, no, that's I love, I love the story love. of frozen margaritas. Okay. And that's in my head right now because we just talked about that. Um, so there's this gentleman, 1971, mm-hmm. and he comes up with frozen margaritas to serve. So before that, there was no such wow. thing. 
So it's not really that long ago when you think about it, right? Yeah. Uh, but his bartenders in this bar hate him. They take so long to make. To make. Yeah. And it's a busy bar. So orders get stacked up. People get mad. So the bartenders are having nothing to do with this. So one day he wanders into a 7-Eleven. And you know the rest of the story now. Yeah. He sees that Slurpee machine and he's yep. like, I wonder if I can do that with frozen margaritas. So he goes and buys a soft serve ice cream machine and starts tinkering with it. And, so, and then finally comes up with the right combination of tequila. Um, oh, well, what's the syrup? Um, Gr- grenadine? No. Uh, Curacao? It's sweet. I... Yeah, I haven't bartended in a long time. When I bartended, I used to bartend at the Elks, okay, the, the big club in South Bismarck. Yeah, and simple syrup is the simple product. syrup. Yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Um, you know, there there were a lot of drink there. There are a lot of drinks that exist now didn't exist when I bartended. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, you know, a, mar- a martini was was gin or vodka and vermouth or less vermouth. Right. That was it. You know, and olives, and it could be olives. It could be little pearl onions, or it could be pickled mushrooms. You know, people I never had tried different... one with onions before. Yeah, those pearl onions. They had little yeah. jars of those under the bar, and yeah. you'd snack on those. No, not really. Um, <laughs> it was dinner for you every night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> grazing on the what are the grazing on the uh, um, what are they? That would word be, escape. I, you'd, I have, you'd have like a bar buffet, right? You could have <laughs> cherries, pickles, onions, olives. That's right. Wow. Grazing on the bar buffet. And then maybe you'd have some uh, some uh, beer nuts or something like that. Exactly. You know, popcorn, you know, always of course. Um, what would you have with margaritas? Popcorn. Well, I was supposed. Chips. Tortilla chips. Chips of and course. salsa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're the that, man. Oh, that's that sounds good. I haven't had a margarita for about twelve years. You know, I just had my first one not that long ago. First margarita? I I don't consume a lot of alcohol. Never have. Okay. So, but if I try to celebrate the national days, Ah. so 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 today I will have a margarita. Yep. Good deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, if I, you know, if I could have been, uh, you know, the the kind of drinker where I just drank a little bit, I probably would still sure. celebrate margaritas. But, you know, but, I, but there's you know, the virgin margarita. Yeah. It's, just, you, it's margarita day. It's not yeah. tequila margarita day. Go uh, yeah. and make something for your kids. Enjoy it. Stop at 7-Eleven. Hey, get a, get a blue <laughs> get a one. Slurpee. You know, get a Slurpee. <laughs> we're having blue, blue margarita. You know, exactly. You, you, you might actually get uh, child That's, support and enforcement after you. What are you doing? Actually, taking the kid, taking the daycare kids out for margaritas. You know? <laughs> where where you where you do Seven Eleven? They they can have either a blue one or a red one. You know, reminds me of that uh, Brian Regan bit where he said, you know, when they play baseball, he said, uh, he said, you know, and the best part of playing baseball was that everybody got a snow cone. Uh, not if you played a half game, you still got a whole snow cone. Right. And uh, you know, he said uh, grape was my favorite cherry was also a favorite but grape was was more of a favorite grape was my most favorite so we you know we we came up with the idea that well that's a favorite i've got favorite quotes i've got most favorite quotes i've got most most favorite quotes you know and you you can just go on and on with that but that uh, you can have a lot of favorites sure I, I think you just run out of how many mosts you can put in front of it, you know, and, and still, you know, have some personal credibility there. So it's kind of, it's kind of the way I emphasize in emails, you know, if it's a good point, it's one exclamation point. It's a, a very good point. It gets two. if Brian Reinbold's involved, it gets three. So that's how it works. That's that, that sounds like a, that sounds like a credible way to go about doing that. You know, I agree. And especially that third part that reminds me of the epic, epic, epic kind of thing. Cause you, you, the word epic, I think has been overused. And uh, you know, as an example, I'll say all lowercase epic would be something like I had an epic margarita at Seven Eleven yesterday. Awesome. Yep. And, uh, uh, Capital E epic would oh, be yep. uh, the uh, the the movie The Ten Commandments by Cecil B. DeMille. You know okay. Moses parting the Red Sea. You know that was an epic film. Uh, all caps epic. 
you'd have had to have been there. Yes. For the actual event. You I'm know, still so thinking of parting the margarita. So I'm parting, parting the margarita sea. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, 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 we now keep track of, uh, of the popularity of our, of our Bravehearts radio shows. And, um, um, I, I wonder, I'm just wondering, uh, if this kind of content that we're doing today, this, this just more fun and less, um, deep in-depth conversation. I apologize if, if you thought it was in-depth, but, uh, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Still waiting to get to it. <laughs> All right. What, what is, what, what are we, what do you want to talk about today, Marlo? Let's talk about celebrate every day. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, it, it's a combination of a bunch of things, Brian, right? I mean, I, I don't like to look backwards because I've made a ton of mistakes. I don't like to reflect on them at all. Um, so I'm always a forward-looking kind of guy. And I think the Celebrate Every Day mantra kind of falls into that. You know, why, why not enjoy life when you can? Why not have fun? Why not do the things you're passionate about? If you can make money doing those, even better. Mm-hmm. You know? And if you're not making money doing what you love, you should be working towards that, right? Yeah. And even if you're starting off in your career and you're waiting tables, doing dishes, celebrate that. Because I guarantee you that if you do that, one of your customers sometime is going to say, you know, I like that Brian Reinbold. He, he cleans the tables better than anyone else, and he's having fun doing it. Yeah. I wonder how good he would be hosting a radio show or whatever. You just never know when those <laughs> opportunities are going to be. But I can guarantee you that if you're the worst at waiting tables or cleaning dishes or whatever, you're never going to get that opportunity. So it's all about that state of mind. Yeah. Yeah. There, um, I think it was Earl Nightingale who was one of my, one of my mentors uh, something he, I remember him saying was that unless you're um, doing more than you're being paid for, you cannot be promoted. That's correct. And you cannot advance. And uh, so that might be referred to as the Peter principle in another, I think that was called the Peter principle. I think so. so yeah. Someone rises to their level of incompetence. Right. You know, and uh, you know, they, they just keep going, going up until, well, just not, good enough to be promoted from here anymore, yep. you know, yep. and, um, but you have to do more than you're more than, uh, more than is expected of you. Exactly. You've always done that. Well, I've always, I've always that. known you that way. You know, I'm reading the side notes here. I'm sorry. Yeah. It says we're, we're over time, Brian. Well, I just, I, I, I just, I just asked Matt if we're over time for the second part because I, I see, I, I see. He he lets me know when we, you know, when when we're uh, a minute till break or something like that. And I think I, I think I, I missed a couple of his notices here. So <laughs> now he says yes. So uh, why, why don't we go to break and we'll come why back? Why don't and, we do that? <laughs> we Since we've back, gone we'll, on way too long about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll be back with something. Something, yes. There you go. Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to braveheartsforkids.org. That's braveheartsforkids.org. 
As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You know, coming into the third segment, I always say something about the National Day of NationalDayCalendar.com, one of the great supporters of Bravehearts Radio, pediatric cancer organization for kids. Uh, we've kind of covered a little bit of that already. My guest today is uh, Marlo Anderson, the uh, uh, inventor, the creator of uh, National Ca- uh, National Day Calendar uh, and National Bravehearts Day, of course. Uh, we're talking about celebrating every day. Marlo, I, you always have something something new going on, something exciting, and uh, is anything uh, in particular that you want to uh, uh, talk about today? Well, kind of. Yeah, I haven't really told the world about this yet. Do you want to hear about it? Is this a scoop? It's kind of a scoop. That sounds great. So, do you watch the Super Bowl? I did. Okay. Do you watch it every year? Yes. Did you know that the day after the Super Bowl is the day most popular to call in sick for work? Yep. Knew that. So, I have an idea. And we're going to try to make this happen. Um, So two years ago, Katie Nolan from ESPN got a hold of us to declare a new national day, which we did, National Football Hangover Day. I don't know if you remember this or not. I I, I announced it on the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. And they had, it was a big to-do. I mean, they did a big deal on, on ESPN about this. And I was watching that, was it last? Maybe it was last year. Last year or two years ago. And... I was watching that, and she brought that point up, and I thought, you know, President's Day used to be Washington's birthday, February 22nd, which is today. (laughs) Wow. Okay. And then in 1971, I think, is when the that congress i think it was actually enacted in 68 but in 71 it took place Mm -hmm. where holidays like memorial day labor day president's day got moved to the closest monday to allow our workforce a three-day weekend that's right so the significance of having president's day on washington's birthday diminished a lot right Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and in fact, if you ask people nowadays about why we celebrate President's Day, almost everybody will say, well, it's a day set aside for all of our presidents, not just George Washington, right? So I think the day itself has less significance on the day that we celebrate it. Mm-hmm. So why don't we move President's Day one week earlier to the day after the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. What do you think? And then you don't have to call in okay. sick for work. The yeah. people on the East Coast don't have to worry about staying up till three in the morning to finish watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, there's so much to go around that. Uh, so that's that's what our thought is. So yeah. National Day Calendar is actually going to start a petition uh, on our website that you can sign. Uh, our goal is to get 15 million people to sign this, and then we will turn that over to Congress to try to move President's Day to the day after the Super Bowl. Wow. that's I, I think it sounds like a great idea. I, mean, I remember sitting in my office the day after the Super Bowl, I'm like, 
the phone even rang yet here? Because it's it just got that um, that festive feel to it. It does. And, you know, whether you're a football fan or not, I think people like the ads. I agree. Always, I agree. always you know, there's, there's as much of a competition there as there is yep. uh, the game itself. Yep. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Outstanding. We're gonna really, yeah, I think we're, we're going to get a lot of support for it. At least I hope we do. Uh, and if we don't, if we can't get it done, nothing's, nothing's hurt for trying. Yeah. But I think it would really be a cool thing to get it moved over. And I think it would bring a lot more notoriety again to President's Day. You know, be, why, yeah. you know what I mean? Because I think yeah. it'd bring it to the forefront if it gets a little national attention again. Well, I, I, I remember on the, on the President's Day, uh, the day we did the show for President's Day, I, I had some backup presidential trivia. Okay. You know? So, um, you know, for example, um, 1946 was the year that the most U.S. presidents were born. I didn't know that. Yeah, because um, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, George W. Bush, and Donald Trump were all born in 1946. Really? Yep. And, That's uh, cool. and until uh, uh, President Biden was elected, the, the gap between uh, Jimmy Carter, and uh, born in 1924, and the guys born in 1946 was the longest period of time that existed without a president being born. Until now. Well, well, so was, Biden was born. Yeah, until, in, that's right. Yeah, the most recent uh, president was uh, Barack Obama was born in 1960. So, okay. uh, someone you know born uh, after after the mid 80s, becoming president. If there's no one born in between, that would be the longest gap. Uh, it it kind of puts things in perspective. Barack Obama is the youngest, the only president uh, in history that that is actually a younger man than I am. Right. Um, and um, that really puts something in perspective. It does. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it, it kind of puts things in perspective and I, I work with leaders that are the age of my children and it's, you know, in a way it's exciting, but in, in, on, on the other hand, it's, um, it, there, there's something that says, uh, there is a lot more importance now to celebrate every day. <laughs> I was I was just thinking, Brian. Where's he are, going with this? <laughs> are you reflecting on your life, thinking somebody younger than you is now president? So, what have I done with my life? Oh, I'm, I'm what I'm reflecting on is someone younger me than me is an ex president two presidents ago. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> point too. <laughs> And um, wow! Uh, so you you know uh, you know you got connections at ESPN. I and, do. Uh, I, do you know Russell Wilson by any chance? I don't. I, I really I, I sent a note to him on uh, LinkedIn, and uh, I'm hoping to get him on the show okay. because we're we're focusing on purpose, and we are focusing on the social enterprise. Okay. Uh, for our, our spring theme. And uh, Russell Wilson, the quarterback of the Seattle Seahawks, was uh, named as the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year, which is the highest honor the NFL gives. That's cool. Uh, and I remember seeing something about he, he and his wife uh, donated a million meals to the hungry. Wow. Uh, that is that is pretty uh, incredible, pretty astounding. Yeah. yeah. So, um, it, you don't have to do big things to do something good. I always say doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And the example I give is pick up a cigarette butt. You made the world a better place. Yeah. Um, so um, you know, if you, if you want to you know connect with me, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.com. Tell me about you, how you picked up that cigarette butt and made your sidewalk look neater, or you know saved some marine wildlife. Um, we can, we can entertain that thought too, but uh, you know, it's funny you bring that up. So yeah. yesterday there's a piece of trash on the ground, right? And yeah. I bend over to pick it up. Not as easy as it used to be when I was younger, of course, <laughs> <laughs> but I reached down and there's kind of a, so they missed the trash receptacles all it was right. Somebody tried to throw it away. I don't know if the wind got it or, but they didn't get it. So I, I reached down to pick it up. And I jammed my thumbnail Ow. on the way down to pick it up. And I was actually thinking about this. Was it worth my time to pick up the trash so I could crush my thumbnail? <laughs> but yeah, yes, I would still do it again over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, there's, uh, I, I find with uh, a lot of the, the problems in the world today that there's, there's too much effort being put on blaming somebody and then 
too much effort being put on defending uh, that, you know, that's somebody uh, defending themselves from blame. Right. One, one day I'm out there with a bag, you know, cleaning up garbage. And then one of the neighbors said, Hey, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm cleaning up the garbage here. And he said, uh, well, you didn't throw it there. Why are you doing that? I said, well, I live here. You know, so I was right. accepting responsibility for it without accepting blame. But I'll right. tell you something. I, you know, if, if, I, if I saw somebody tossing some garbage out, I had an issue with that at that point. You know, it's like, hey. <laughs> exactly. So, um, you know, that maybe, that maybe there's something to that, that uh, we could pass that along some, somehow. Well, and I always, I always laugh at co- rules, laws, whatever, that it would just take common sense to fix, right? Um, yeah. And I'm not picking on the people in California. I just find it hilarious that we're not use, able to use plastic straws in California, yeah. right? They moved to paper straws. Yeah. But yet there's plastic bottles and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, right? And, and I understand. I mean, it's, 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 it's to save the whales, and, mm-hmm. and I get all of that, right? Yeah. Why are we not going after the people who throw plastic straws into the ocean? To me, that makes more sense. Why are we still allowed to send garbage, whatever you tugs or whatever else out into the ocean to throw garbage away out there? That's the place it should be that should be done with, in my opinion. Is that is that what the, is that what they do with this? They 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 just truck it out there in a tugboat and They've had garbage trowels or whatever they call that since the time that they could do that. Yeah. You know, before video became a big part of the internet, and, and I, I remember you coming back from Consumer Electronics in 2006, and we were having lunch at that um, restaurant across the street upstairs from the library. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I remember it this well, you know. I'm not sure what I had to displace to remember this, but uh, you, you, this was a 2006, and you said video is going to become a very important part of the Internet. Yes. 2006. I know. Yeah. And here we seems are. Like it's been, I mean, it seems like it's been around forever, right? Yeah, but it really hasn't. Yeah, it hasn't. And um, not I, sure I, why you're reflecting on that right now, but but – I lost that track too. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I I love talking about the future. Of course, I've been in a couple flying cars, by the way. So yeah. of course, I've been in about uh, forty autonomous vehicles, different kinds of self-driving cars, and and trucks and that type of thing. And flying it's interesting. Yeah. What's that? Flying cars. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the the pain points for getting to a flying car are less than getting to self-driving cars because there's just less distractions, less, um, you know, you have to worry about birds, but we worry about birds while we're driving on the ground too. So Mm -hmm. I just think that the barriers are less getting into the air and the technology's there and the vehicles, the one I was in, uh, or one of the ones I was in, uh, they're estimated price is going to be around $15,000. A flying car? Flying car. That's autonomous. You just say, take me to my favorite coffee shop and they'll just fly you there. Is it a drone? Yeah, it's just a big drone. Yeah. Like a, like a, like a little helicopter then? Sort yeah. Of. Yeah, basically. I mean, you don't have the one prop. You have, you know, the four arms that come off of them, like kind of like a drone. Uh, yeah. There are others, though. There's one GM just came out with their design that's like two props above, two props on the back on the other side, and then a sitting compartment. And they, they're calling it an air taxi. Yeah. And this will be uh, um, about when is this uh, scheduled to be out? Now. now seriously. Yeah, in Dubai, for example, some of these are already being tested. It's just, you know, if if government can get out of the way a little bit. Dubai has an indoor ski resort, too. Exactly. I mean, (laughs) it's a a fun place to test some of these technologies. But but they're there, and they're getting better all the time, you know. And I I expect that if, if, again, I shouldn't say if government gets out of the way, but if policy, government policy, you know, air becomes less restricted and that type of thing. I think mm-hmm. you'll see uh, a significant emergence of flying vehicles. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's amazing, isn't it? 
it's it, it's it's um, it's exciting and scary. You know, we talked about autonomous vehicles a, a, a few years ago. You know, many times that, you and I have had very deep conversations about this technology. Well, the, yeah. you know, the idea that you know, a hundred and some years ago, people were thinking, "Oh, that thing without the horses—that's not going to—that's not going to catch on." Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I think the autonomous vehicles will be the standard. I think electric vehicles will be the standard within a few years. You know, having yeah, a gas-powered car in a few years is probably going to no be hard to There's no doubt about that. You know, yeah. people have to understand that electricity isn't magical fairy dust, though. It has to come from someplace. Yeah. And the consumption of electricity, I mean, just look at what's going on in the last couple of weeks or so. Mm-hmm. What's interesting about this this issue is that even in Texas – I don't know if you knew this, but North Dakota has rolling blackouts to supply power to Texas, to Texas wow. and Louisiana because okay. of the last storm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. communities have been, we're in a scenario where communities are 13 below zero and they shut the electricity off for four hours to power somebody in Louisiana. Uh, Who's making yeah. those decisions? Well, that that that's tough. We had uh, electricity. Well, not the electricity. We had the gas go out and uh, furnace go out in our our house here in Chicago land, and we had electric heaters. But, right. You know, without that, uh, you got you know, you got problem with your pipes. Exactly. So, yep. Marlo, it is uh, amazing talking with you. We've you know, been the, all over uh, the topic. Uh, today. We've been all over the topic. <laughs> you know, we could have a we could have a show every day. We could. We could. Yeah. Maybe we should, you know? Brian. Yeah. I, you know, I'm think I'm actually thinking about going with the Jim Gaffigan voice. I wonder why he would do that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just a tribute to that. Um, and uh, so it's it's a, it's always a pleasure talking with you. And and like like you said, we we haven't talked enough, so we did spend a lot of time just uh, just in our, our our catching up, goofing off stuff. Yes. So we'll, we'll have to have you back here okay, again. That would be fun. Um, and uh, you know, now that we've made uh, Facebook Live a habit. Uh, we are, uh, we're, we're getting, uh, you know, have fun, be grateful and get good at it. That's my, my three steps to, uh, go. to, to a success in, in business or in life. Join us next week. Uh, then, uh, next week, um, uh, Frank Egan will be with us. Uh, he's, uh, he's a super connector and, uh, we're going to be talking about purpose and the social enterprise as we uh, launch our spring season. Doesn't seem like it could be, but yep, next week starts the spring season on Bravehearts Radio. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere, and we'll see you next week. Be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Bravehearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.